Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk about SummerSlam. The McMahon-Helmsley era is in full effect. It is, isn't it? I'm happy about it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I as far as SummerSlam goes, I mean, hard to complain. Yeah, I know most people have one gripe with it, but I'm I'm perfectly fine. What I if think we- everything start to finish was great. Um, and you can't even knock the one thing you would be upset about. Before we dive in, what was what would be the one thing that people were kind of upset about? Um, so spoiler alert, oh, if you're it, listening it was to a, this for the review. It was a match? Um, Johnny Gargano did not show up. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, all right. so other than that, though. I, I thought you were going to say the uh, the Pure Life Water ad. Pure Life Water? Yeah, no, no, the pay-per-view was so good, I don't even remember that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm, Good, we'll, we'll, we'll just keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, like you said, man, this was a good pay-per-view. And I I would probably go out on a limb and say, so far of 2022, this has been the best pay-per-view WWE's put together from start to finish. Yeah, top to bottom, everything was impressive. I, I poked no holes. Like, even, like I'm saying, even the one thing you could argue about, I was okay with. The pay-per-view was just really good start to finish. Yeah, I mean, they, they did great things. You know, the match quality was good. Returns were great. Um, yeah, the main event did its thing. They're, even the matches that you expect to be bathroom break matches, they might have been bathroom break matches, but they were solid bathroom break matches. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, let's just go down this card real quick. We'll discuss some of these matches. And the first match was Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. And this was for the Raw Women's Championship. Mm. Um, I'm going to say right off the bat for the this might have been what the fourth or fifth time they fought each other within the last year, year and a half or so. Uh, Well, you think it's SummerSlam. She beat her in like. Under a minute. That was SummerSlam. Then Mania. In Mania, and then I, I'm sure they ran it back at least one time after Mania. And then they had the triple threat. So it's got to be like five. Yeah, and normally we get tired of seeing people fight each other over and over, but they did pretty good with this. I mean, sure, going into this, I wasn't expecting much. Uh, I was on paper looking at the match, tired of seeing it, but they did pretty good. Yeah, they did. they did well. And even the even the like one or two slight slip ups that they had weren't bad slip ups either. No, but they 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 do have to come up with more competition for Bianca to broaden that spectrum of people she can have chemistry with. I've been noticing that even though they've had numerous matches together, the chemistry hasn't been as great as it could be or that I've seen it with other other wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So they, they because of that, there is a few slip-ups that happen during 
almost every match until they really get into the thick of it. But they did well with this one. I really enjoyed the facial expressions, the KOD on the outside, the booking, like I'm the booking, sorry. What are they? What are they? The man slam? Yeah, manhandle slam. At the end of the day, it's all the rock bottom. <laughs> but they they did well. They did. There were some spots where they had me thinking, oh, this could be it. They got me a couple of times. That's always fun. And shout out to the facial expressions. They did really well doing facial expressions, especially towards the end after Bianca hit that top rope Spanish fly into the KOD. Um, that whole crowd was kind of behind her. Yeah. And just brilliant faces towards the end when she goes to make that cover and the celebration really well. Really, really good match. Yeah. I, I had no gripes with the match. Even the slip-ups, you know, they were minor. You said it best. Uh, they need to give her... Uh, build her status as the champ and have her generate more chemistry with people. And speaking of people that she has great chemistry with, we had some returns last night right out the gate. Bailey mm-hmm. comes out mm-hmm. and might I say Bailey was, I'm not, I, I ain't going to go too far into it, but Bailey was looking good when she came back. Bailey looked great. She looked great in the white. I like mm-hmm. uh, I like that attire. I don't know if she's going to wrestle in it, but it was a great look. Yeah. And the other lady she had come out with her that I'm assuming is going to be her backup. I would like to think they're going to be a faction of some sort, which I'm very excited about. You know, Vince is against factions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whose idea this came from. <laughs> Not only Bailey, that. Then- yeah, Bailey looked great. Io Shirai or mm-hmm. Io Sky, as she is now named and she confirmed on Twitter. I thought it might be a commentary mistake, but her new name is Io Sky, which I don't have a problem with. The name changes are OK if they're slight. Yeah, that, that that name change wasn't a bad one. I and I've seen a lot of people online saying the <clears> same <throat> thing. There, there, there's not really too much gripes with her name change because it's minor. It's not like they do dropped her. And it's not a reach either. Yeah. EO Shirai, Genius of the Sky to just EO Sky. It's yeah, it EO ma- a little different. It makes sense. Makes sense. But the real um star of the returns tonight has to be Dakota Kai. Dakota mm-hmm. Kai is back. Yes. I, I agree. I know Bailey returned and Leo and the, some other stuff that haven't lit. Dakota Kai is back. Absolutely. And that is the highlight of the night for me. She's back. She's main roster. She's taken serious and she's standing next to Bailey, who is a lot of people are going to get more credit and we'll get into it later but this is just the great way to start the night Mm -hmm. kudos to triple h for tweeting and we're just getting started i was on twitter (laughs) the whole night some great tweets came out tonight Um, that was by far one of the best ones (laughs) yeah i'm actually very excited that eo's not eo uh dakota's back i know you love dakota um I kind of give you a little bit of flack sometimes about it, but I'm really excited she's back. Um, she's one of those people that when she got released, it was a head scratcher even for me. 
So seeing her back main roster in a fashion, probably being a heel because that's what she's best as. Yes. It's like it's like the chef's kiss. It's a it's a perfect it's a perfect situation for her. And I'm glad that she's back with the company. Do you think this means Triple H cares about the women's tag division? I think this means Triple H cares about more than just the women's tag division. I think this means Triple H is caring about the talent and he's going to try to get some people back that shouldn't have been cut that he can get back now. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure if Triple H would have had it his way, there's quite a few people in AEW right now that wouldn't have been released. Mm-hmm. Like just just a short like just a short rundown. I, I I don't think Ember Moon would have been cut. I don't think Keith Lee would have been cut. Adam Cole would have gave him the kitchen sink just to stay. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few people. I don't I don't think Joe would have been gone either. But you know, glad to see Triple H <clears throat> caring about the women's tag division, about the women's division in general. Yes. So I can't wait to see what else he does going forward. Um, the next match we have, which was arguably one of the bathroom break matches for me, Logan Paul versus The Miz. Surprisingly, again, it delivered. Yeah, you tell me your your thoughts of the match, and I'll tell you um, what was going on while I was watching the match. The match for me wasn't terrible. I was expecting this to be a low-end, decent match, but it was more it was more mid-level decent, high-level decent than it was low-level decent for me. So I was kind of expect like I knew he was going to be athletic. I knew Logan has that athletic ability to him. Um, his technical ability I was expecting to be kind of rusty, but because he still kind of knew he. He came in. He did great. Uh, he did great with the athletic standpoint. He did good technically for a little bit. He did good with his facial expressions as well, with his movements. Uh, the backflip kind of scared me a little bit, but then again, he's athletic, so I don't know why it scared me. And I'm glad they found somewhere to fit AJ into the match too because you can't leave AJ completely off of SummerSlam. Mm. So I'm glad AJ got something to do tonight. All in all, I'm very pleasantly surprised about how the match went. I kind of figured Logan was taking the win here, and I was right. So while this match was happening, I was mostly on a smoke break. (laughs) But we had the TV loud enough to hear what was going on. The funny thing about it is, although it was your bathroom break and my smoke, my smoke break match. I could hearing from the TV. I could tell how well the match was going. Mm -hmm. And I came back in right around when he hit the frog splash through the table on the outside. And beautiful form. I watched until he looked amazing. Uh, Right up until the end. Man. I hate to admit it, but for anybody that was on the fence about it, 
we're going to have to deal with Logan Paul. And you know what? I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. There's nothing else you can do. I mean, he draws money. That he does. He's athletic. That he is. He can go in there with the Miz, who at this point is a you know a, a standard bear. He's a he's a almost I a, what they used to call them, but almost a new measuring stick. He's a measuring stick. There you go. If you can go in there with the Miz, you're solid. Uh, Logan did great work, great facial expressions, amazing moves, and he looked the part. He just looked like he fit, and by the end of the match, the crowd was behind him. We don't mm-hmm. have to deal with Logan Paul. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. no, I have no problems with it. I'd like to see him wrestle a little bit more before yeah. I say, you know what, let's let's have him full time every week. Yeah, I don't know if he wants to do that every week thing like everybody else. He might just pop in and out for the pay per views and certain Raw episodes, but. I would like to see him wrestle a little bit more, but so far for his first two matches, solid. I'm not upset about it. I'm yeah. not upset about it. He did great. Nice gear, by the way, too. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mad at the gear either. Um the great next match frog ma- splash for him. Yeah, yeah. Great frog splash for him. I didn't think he was gonna get that that distance, not gonna lie. Man, he pulled it off. It did not only did he pull it off, it was like perfect perfect timing yeah so the next match we have bobby lashley versus theory for the united states championship was there ever any doubt for this match to be honest a little bit maybe like Hmm. 30 percent for me until it started you never know where we're live this is Triple H's first big statement pay-per-view is SummerSlam uh, as head of creative. And you're never quite sure how the story is going to go. But it went the way I hoped it would. Okay. Theory's still in a place where he's totally unproven and it's better for him. Character-wise, even it's funnier for him to be the guy that clearly is just not ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, and not even that he's not ready, but that he's just in a world of giants. Yeah. And he still hasn't found his way. So he's moving with the confidence of a giant in the face of actual giants. And the yeah. proper the proper booking response to that is to get eight and up every single time. So I was on the fence about it. Like maybe there's a way they they make him look good still, or maybe even a way that they'll make it win convincingly or something. Mm-hmm. But in the end result, they did what they should have did, which is have Bobby just completely annihilate him. Absolutely which is exactly what should have been done. Bobby looked amazing. Bobby should look amazing. Boom. And still. This kind of, the only thing I have to say is this, and this isn't even a bad thing. It's just like a me thinking thing. 
where does Bobby go from here? Like, who challenges Bobby next? Well, think of it as a Wardlow situation. Bobby's Wardlow? Bobby's Wardlow. Wardlow's unbeatable as TNT champ. He's holding that thing until they don't want him to hold it anymore. Mm-hmm. Wardlow's booked so well, and he's such an he's such a monster that I don't even really want to think about who's beating him. I'm just gonna cash my. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit back and just let him ride. Like he's gonna beat everyone they throw at him for a few months because until I see somebody that has the the worth, the the name, the size value that can convincingly make me think, okay, this guy might have a shot. I kind of don't want anybody to beat him. And the same goes for Bobby. The way he annihilated Austin Theory really kind of shows you. I'm still a main eventer. I'm just down here with you guys for right now. Just, just holding up the car. But I'm still a big dog. All right. So, yeah, it's kind of like a McIntyre thing. Like, I'm still – I can still main event, but I'm just down here holding the card up for right now. Exactly. So, until they find somebody that seems like he's the next guy for the mid-card division. He's going to hold down. He's going to hold down that, that United States Championship. Gotcha. And I'm perfectly fine with that. I can't yeah, even no- begin to think of who is beating Bobby Lashley for the United States. And I don't want anybody to for a while. No, not yet. Not not anytime soon. Maybe come Rumble season, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Um. So the next match we have on our docket, the tag team match, the Mysterios versus the Judgment Day. I'm not really sold on Judgment Day, man. I, I I don't know what it is now. I think it's the fact that Edge is out of the group and Finn's there. And it's crazy to think because I love Finn. I love Ripley. I love Priest. It's just this whole new dynamic with them that it's not really hitting for me the same as it did with Edge. Well, here's the thing for me. They're kind of in a creative limbo as of late. Mm-hmm. Because when they were on track with Edge, they took a, a really big swerve adding Finn and dumping Edge. Yeah. And then we thought they were going to get more sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. So then you were in a space where you were kind of wondering where they were going to go. And you couldn't yet take them too seriously because at that time the biggest people they were feuding with was Ray who to his amazing credit has just been taking uh, nobly the role of getting trashed every week so Judgment Day wasn't too high up on your list of teams to like really put some weight into Mm-hmm. And then as Vincent Creative was figuring out a way to put them over without doing sci-fi stuff, this whole thing happened. Yeah. So they haven't been able to be in a stable place of direction, which is exactly like, which is why you probably feel that way. And I know it's why I feel that way, but I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. You're, you're still not 
you're still not completely shutting the door on the group. No, only because with the creative that's at the helm now, I know that there's a number of people that are going to start or that I believe are going to start getting a little more booking respect and credit Mm -hmm. and solid direction and character establishment and are going to start being treated a little higher and closer to their real worth. And I know Finn is one of those guys. So for me, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because I feel like the main focus was we have to show Ray the respect that he deserves because under the former creative management, he was pretty much a lapdog. Mm-hmm. He was pretty much a jobber. Not that that's a bad thing, but he was pretty much a jobber. So they had to figure out a way to start giving Ray that that boost in respect while planning out Edge's comeback. So tonight or SummerSlam wasn't really for Judgment Day. It was really for Edge and the Mysterios. Yeah. And then I'm sure after this, they'll start to find out the real direction for Judgment Day after the Edge and Mysterios feud. So I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt right now. All right. I'm I'm, I'm willing to see. I'm willing to see where it goes. But speaking of that, what do you think of the Edge comeback? I mean, I feel like we both knew it was going to be Edge, but... Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really surprised. Uh, the only thing that might have surprised me is if he would have came with somebody else. Um, Which is kind of what I thought was going to happen, but... Yeah, again, I'm not mad at it. You know, Edge coming back, pretty cool. He came back with the brood song, the haircut. Uh, looks like he went to go see my barber. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no complaints, man. Um, you got Edge reunited with... Uh, one of his closest friends and Ray for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it was a cool thing to see. Nah. I think I think they did well with it. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's nostalgic. I'm not gonna lie. To see those two together and like Edge yeah. is a friend of the Mysterios. It's nostalgic. I'm okay with yeah. it. It it was pretty it was a pretty cool thing. Next match we have is Pat McAfee and Bum Ass Corbin. Corbin. Again, I don't think this was a match that really surprised anybody. Um, I will say the chemistry between those two was very good. I think it's probably stems from them knowing each other for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a quality, it was a quality match. They did good for the time that they had. Um trying to think what else what other spots were there that had me pleasantly surprised the top rope spot with corbin and mcafee was dope where mcafee almost uh slipped and mm-hmm. corbin had to catch him a little bit mm-hmm. but they they fixed that very well it was nice to see corbin kick out a drop or do a drop kick never thought i'd see that yeah yeah but yeah that, it was a decent match a decent match for the amount of time that they had they did pretty well i was excited for this one Mm-hmm. This was my the Logan Paul match was really my only bathroom break match. I was excited for this because uh truth be told, I respect 
Corbin's in-ring ability. I hate the happy Corbin gimmick. Yeah. But he's been able to go since NXT. So Mm -hmm. I was excited for that because I know we know what Pat can do. And credit to Pat, he hit every spot. He like he's starting to. I've been watching him long enough to know he has certain spots that are like his spots. Yeah, um, a certain set of highlight moves. So Pat went out there and did what Pat was going to do. I knew what Corbin could do, and I'm sure it meant a lot to them, which is probably why you saw Corbin do a drop kick to show off how good they both were in this uh, McAfee match. It's funny because I almost... Oh, so there's a couple things I want to talk about. But I guess the first thing is, it's weird that I'm starting to feel like Pat needs... Like, I'm almost ready to see Pat on main roster, like, full-time. Like, I love him on commentary, but his matches are starting to get to a level where I almost want him. want to see him in the ring. Yeah. And like in storylines more consistently with some better writing, like I could get behind Pat McAfee just being somebody that's here that wrestles consistently. I'll tell you one thing. A lot of people are talking about this and I kind of want to see it happen. But how do you feel about this? I want to fantasy pitch something to you. WrestleMania 2023, Pat McAfee versus Corey Graves. Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of people, a lot of people are saying that after what happened at SummerSlam, when McAfee won, there's a way that they can build this. And get Graves versus McAfee commentator at WrestleMania. Versus commentator. I definitely think there's a way to do that. I definitely think there's a way to do that. I'd definitely be down to see that. Corey's so technical and Pat is so athletic and more high-flying than Corey, actually. So mm-hmm. it'd be very cool to see. It'd be a nice mix of styles. But it also leads me to the second thing I wanted to talk about from this match is that this match really highlighted how great Michael Cole is when he's by himself. Oh, the you cuffs are off. Uh huh. And Michael Cole is free on commentary. This match was a a great, great, great showing of how great Michael Cole is as a commentator when the cuffs are off. Well, you notice they're allowed to say wrestler now on commentary. And fans instead of WWE Universe. Uh-huh. I saw quite a few tweets about some awesome things Cole was saying. And, like, you know, a popular one was, I want people to care for me how Michael Cole cares for Pat McAfee. That was hilarious. Yeah. He was going so hard for Pat, but it was so true. Like, I loved every bit of it. I know. He looked like he looked like a proud father when the camera panned over to him. Really, like, though? Come on, Pat. Come on, Pat. He seemed so proud, and it was great. Um, so there was, there were some great things about that. I want to highlight that because Michael Cole sounded so good on commentary and Corey Graves, Corey Graves almost brought attention to it for me because he said, 
uh, I liked you better when <laughs> when you weren't allowed to have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh God, that's a vent shot. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. This is like real Michael Cole we're getting. Yeah. Um, so th- that was really great. I just, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this segment. They did what they were supposed to do in the ring. The commentators did what they were supposed to do. There was a clear bad guy, good guy. Corey was clearly for Corbin, and Cole was clearly for Pat McAfee. And they yeah. just they just did great, man. The, the storytelling word you could say. The storytelling is getting a lot better in the Triple H era. Absolutely. Next match after that, we have the undisputed tag team championships match between the Usos and the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, this match I missed, but everybody was telling me that there could be some seeds planted for a turn soon, given what happened at the end of the match. <clears throat> so I mean I, I want your opinion because they said at the end of the match, Montez looked very upset. So what do you think about that? Um, I'm trying to stop saying um, but while I get my head together, I'll say he was very frustrated at Jared for a reason that me and Mrs. Jobber did kind of look at each other and go, what was that about? I'll tell you that I'm not 100% on if a turn is coming from the street profits or from just Montez Ford. But I do feel like it could be going that way. I'm just not sure how confident I'd be in doing that. There isn't a great amount of face tag teams or really solid tag teams on both shows as a whole as a whole for mm-hmm. somebody to make a heel turn right now at least for me but if but I wouldn't be against it because if you if you know me the part I like the best about the street profits is the edge Mm-hmm. is that they can turn it on when they need to is it when you know it, it uh street profits are up and we want the smoke is much less of a it's much less of a reference to a new school term now and much more of like a threat yeah it's it's much more edgy now and they've been able to balance being merch sellers and being taken seriously. Yeah, they're not so much about comedy anymore. Like they still can be, they can still be comedic and entertaining, but they still have their edge to them where we can kick some ass too when we need to. Absolutely. So for me, I wouldn't be against the hill turn. I feel like they're in an interesting point where. Uh, to reference another conversation I was having last night, they're in an early Uso spot. Okay. I was having this conversation 
saying that it the Usos run is different for me now, even though some people might be sick of it because I mean you have watched the Usos be underrated for so long, mm-hmm. even though they've been staples in the tag division for years. Yeah, for well over a decade. So now that they're at the top spot and there's somebody to seriously be considered and they're always around the main event scene, it means something that they've held it this long and that uh, it makes me much more okay with seeing them in a top spot for a long time because they've earned it for us because we've watched them not be appreciated for so long. Yeah. The Street Profits are approaching an early Usos spot around the end of the face paint era mm-hmm. where the tag team landscape is changing and they've been holding down the tag team division for a long time while not being given the credit is the Usos and the New Day and maybe one of the other tag teams yeah so now that the street profits are approaching this level where they need to be considered one of the very best in the tag division in wwe Mm -hmm. and they feel like they have to break that glass ceiling i feel like the turn is coming and i'm here for it but i also am not sure if the tag division can take it like it might outnumber heels to faces in the tag division as a whole yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. What, do you, what, do, what do you think? I think a turn will happen. It's just not going to happen from... It's not going to be the tag team turning heel. It's going to be Montez leaving. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Like, I can see Montez being the one to leave the group. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see Angelo doing it too, but I can see Montez doing it first. But I don't see it happening for a while. Like, I don't, I don't think it'll happen this year. You know, it's funny. I feel like Angelo is probably the better heel. I, I think Angelo would be the better heel, but I could see Montez just getting so pissed that Montez mm-hmm. leaves. Mm-hmm. Montez goes on a heel run for a little bit, and then they do something to take him off TV or whatever, and then he comes back face. Mm. But by the time he comes back face, Angelo's already a heel. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Angelo's still a face and they come back together for a little bit. But, I could see it being a situation where Montez is so frustrated that he's getting angry at everybody else. Mm-hmm. And you feel like Montez is going to turn heel soon. And it ends up being Angelo. Okay. And he... And he He's like, you're getting frustrated at everybody else, and I feel like it's you. Like, you're okay. the problem. I can see that happening. That, that wouldn't be a bad way to do it. An old school swerve, I feel like, would be a good one. Um, but, yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's move on. I feel like we talked about this one enough. All right. Next match we have is the match before the main event. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, before we get there, before we get there, did you hear about the riddle segment that they had in there? Because that came before the the women's title match. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I, I completely forgot about that. But go ahead. I'll let you. I'll let you take that one. So, where everybody thought Seth might get a mystery opponent, we actually got Riddle coming out from the crowd. I believe taking a mic and basically saying the doctors haven't cleared me to wrestle, but Randy taught me to never give up and never stop fighting. And I want Seth, Seth, get your ass out of this. Seth comes out and they kind of just brawl. Mm -hmm. Seth wins the brawl, hits him with the, with the stomp. And they sell the the neck injury to riddle or the the whatever stinger riddle had yeah yeah he like loses feeling in his arm and it all seems very kayfabe to me but i'm digging it Mm -hmm. so they walk away with that so the crowd does get to sing that song to somebody's credit they they were upset about johnny not being there and i was too but not as upset because the rest of the pay-per-view especially the pay-per-view up to that point had been great. So I wasn't holding too many gripes. Mm -hmm. Just seeing Dakota Kai back was enough for me. (laughs) So I wasn't disappointed that, as disappointed that Johnny didn't show up. And I get that this furthers the storyline and gives them something to do. And technically, the crowd did get to sing Seth's song. So his tweet was kind of answered in a way. Mm-hmm. that just didn't result in a match which I was fine with I think it pushes the story further for Randy to come back and fight Seth whenever Randy decides to come back but it's also good for Riddle to have something to do still while he's injured or whatever they want to call it so no gripes there the brawl was good. The stomp was good. Great work for Seth. Seth is just firing on all cylinders right now. Yeah, he, he's doing some great work. So that was that. Yeah. So after that was the SmackDown Women's Championship match, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. What were your thoughts on this match, how it went? They did. They were between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. Booking-wise. And I feel like they made the tough decision. Uh, A lot of times with tough decisions, not everybody's going to be happy about it, but I feel like they did what they could have done. Like they did everything they could have done to hold up the stability of where both wrestlers were at the time. So Liv gets her ass kicked Damn near all match. Kind of predicted that. But you expect that to happen. Mm -hmm. If you didn't expect that to happen, I don't know what wrestling you've been watching lately. Liv never stood a chance. Liv was basically in there with Brock Lesnar. Yep. And even AJ Styles will tell you, the odds are against you. So... Liv is getting her ass kicked, but she's showing heart, which is very important for Liv and her storyline, mm-hmm. her story arc. A lot of heart, maybe not the most strongest, maybe not the most talented, maybe not the most technical, but she's got more heart and popularity than anybody else. Yep. But Rhonda is tearing her arm apart. 
and live is just finding the ropes and finding the ropes and finding the ropes and kicking out and rolling out and doing everything she possibly can. Mm-hmm. At one point, after maybe the fifth time, Rhonda has locked in this arm bar and Liv has found a way out. She does, uh, she gets the arm bar again, but Liv is kind of standing, trying to break out of it. She turns and Rhonda ends up on her back while having the arm bar in. Mm-hmm. The ref starts to count one, two, at two, Liv is tapping out, but the ref is focusing on Rhonda's shoulders. So he counts to three, doesn't see the tap out. Liv gets to retain, but Rhonda keeps all her credibility. Absolutely. And now there's room to run this back another time or not, because following Rhonda being pissed about a bad call, she armbars the ref. Yeah. If you want my prediction, take it or leave it. I think after Rhonda armbar the ref, she's going to get suspended for a while. Mm-hmm. Liv gets to get away without a heel turn because Rhonda snapped. Yep. So Liv gets to still be face, still keep her title, and still be clear of Rhonda because. Rhonda got pissed and kind of booted herself out of the story. Yeah. If you I want, think, go ahead. I was going to say, I think it buys Liv probably up until Extreme Rules. Mm. Maybe a little bit after Extreme Rules, which would be, what's that, Survivor Series? So probably, damn, it would have to be after Survivor Series then. Mm. So... This buys live to like maybe December. If you book it the right way. Yeah. My prediction is after Rhonda gets suspended, probably the same night, Liv's next issue is going to be Shayna Baszler. I think Shayna's going to come in. Okay. Off one because Rhonda got an unfair call, but Rhonda's out the picture now. So nobody's there to get that belt but her for her girl, for her and for Rhonda. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take revenge for both of us and I'm going to break your arm. I'm going to finish her job. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I think that's a good formidable foe, but not so impossible that Liv can't beat her. Yeah but deadly enough for her to still get her ass kicked most of the match. Mm-hmm. And to put Shayna back on the map as a main eventer. Because I mm-hmm. feel like Shayna is on that list of people now that is going to start getting a little more respect around here. Booking-wise. But that's just me. Think. We're on... Where are we at? We're SmackDown. I would say... I would I I'd be okay with doing Shayna versus Liv at Clash at the Castle because I'm trying to think is there any is there anyone who's European right now on the SmackDown? Not unless you're grabbing Kaylee Ray. Yeah, no. So I'd probably go Shayna Baszler for Clash at the Castle or Dewdrop. 
but she's raw, not SmackDown. So, yeah, no, I'm still sticking with Shayna for Clash the Castle. Yeah, unless unless you want to go the Natalia route, but I'm, I'm I'd rather see Shayna. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm okay with that, and I and I think she can find it. Shayna seems a little more believable to get a win over than Ronda does anyway. Exactly. I mean, so unless you want to go with Natty again, but I don't. I mean, it's I mean, never really it's, my choice. This is, yeah. I mean, technically, it's not again because I don't think she's ever fought Liv for the title. But, you know, I, I think I think Shayna would be the more entertaining route to go with. Right. But that's I mean, that's just me. There's nothing wrong with Natty. Just... The Nighthearts have very big hearts. <laughs> not hearts. So, for our main event for the umpteenth time, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, the last man standing match for the undisputed WWE Universal 24 7 7 11 European Championship. (laughs) Um, This was, I laughed for about like Six different things in this match. I, I thought it was entertaining. It was fast-paced. It was they had some great spots. Big old country boy came out, did his thing with the track with the uh the bulldozer or the tractor, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Lifting the ring, that spot was hilarious. Yeah, that was great. I, I had no gripes with this match. This match was pretty damn good. Yeah, I I liked everything about it. Um, it was just it was just really good. They didn't do anything amazing. Like it wasn't a spectacle of in ring talent. No, so much just... as a clear uh, a clear story about a kingdom fighting off of a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally what it that, felt like. As clear as that story could be, it just turned into like a, a a castle being attacked by a dragon. Brock was the dragon, and the castle was the bloodline. Pretty much. And it was how do we how do we kill this freaking dragon that won't stay down? While we also have like this this um, this messenger or this this like guy that's trying to plan a hostile takeover. That's like. The size of a peanut that we also have to deal with. I was gonna say, shout out to Paul for taking that F five bump through the table. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Shout out to Paul, and again, shout out to Michael Cole on commentary because it got to a certain point where they were just doing everything in the book to keep this guy down, and he just mm-hmm. kept getting up. And at one point, Michael Cole goes, "Ref, count faster." What the <laughs> What the hell are we doing? <laughs> Michael Cole was great. Michael Cole was great because it, it did feel like at a certain point, man, you've done everything you can do. I don't mm-hmm. even know what you can come up with. Normally, if you watch wrestling long enough, you can start to just call what the next move to be is. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where they had done everything. Yeah, you, everything. you didn't know. You didn't know what was coming. Yeah, I did. at this point, I was like, I have no idea what the ending is going to be because he just keeps getting the fuck back up. And eventually, they went with the old school method to just, just throw a bunch of shit on that top. damn bulldozer and lifts the whole damn ring. 
Yeah, but especially after the bulldozer thing, I almost thought Brock was going to win because he was going to uh, uh, lift the goddamn ring, put Roman under it. Oh, that would have down. That would have been hilarious. I almost thought that's what was going to happen. You're going to bury then, this man under yeah, the ring. Yeah, just, just throw the ring on top of him. But even then, he might have crawled out. Like, you never know. Like, they, the way the match was going was like... He just, punches, just he punches his way through the mat of the ring. That would have been such an epic spot. <laughs> if they did that. If he put him under the ring and dropped the ring on him, and he, like, punches a hole through the ring to make the take all you see, All you see is the golden glove <laughs> just coming out from under the ring. <laughs> He's, like, punching his way through. Oh man, creative shooting themselves in the foot for that one. That was a great man. spot they missed. But yeah, they had done everything to the point where at the end they were just like, let's just stack a, t- a bunch of shit on top of them. Pretty much. <laughs> just, I'm just, let's go home, man. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I tell you, there were so many funny spots in there. Like the Paul spot was hilarious, the ring spot was hilarious with the bulldozer, the spot where Roman got so frustrated. He went over, took the briefcase from Theory, beat Theory with it, and uh-huh. then just started beating the hell out of Brock with it. <laughs> Yo, that briefcase is going to be mangled by the time he cashes it in. It's true. That's true. I'm so, I, there's been so many moments since he won it where I'm so surprised that the handle hasn't just flown off the briefcase. <laughs> it's been such a, this has been a, 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 a massive foreign object for months now. For real, like he's just been getting his ass whooped by everybody, and everybody's been using the briefcase to hit each other with it. Mm. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But this match was great, man. And if it is the last one that they do, this is the one to leave it on. Don't yeah. ever do another one after this. For the love of God, leave it alone. Brock Lesnar taking a tractor and lifting the ring is about as high as you can get. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, they took it all the way back to the 90s to pull yeah. this one off. They would major attitude error on this. And I feel like this is the place to end it. Like, everybody involved should be happy with the outcome. Brock still looks strong. Roman still looks strong, but not quite as strong as Brock, which is kind of how it's supposed to be. And everybody walks away happy, and you just never have to do this again. <laughs> Exactly. Like, don't you guys? This is the 18th time you've done it. It was good this time. Leave it there. Don't come back to leave it. it. Leave it. Do not come back to it, man. What happens at SummerSlam 2022 stays at SummerSlam yes. 2022. We need to move on to Rock versus Roman. Yeah, <laughs> that's, and that's that's the next thing we're building towards. And then after that, Roman should just retire because at that point, I have no idea what you do after Rock versus Roman. Unless Let him you, finally unless rest. you do it twice, like John Cena. Let him finally rest and watch the sun rise on a grateful universe. Seriously, man. After you've beaten The Rock and Brock Lesnar, what else is there? Like the, you're not just make, let the like, mad, let the Mad Titan rest. Seriously. At that point, he's Thanos, and he's done it all, and just retire on top. It's over. Until you find a Thor to chop off his head. Right. right. Until you find somebody that's like a true headhunter that is just out for the kill, which will probably be Johnny Gargano. <laughs> probably Sabio Vega. Oh, no. But who's believing that fight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
No, but that is SummerSlam 2022. Before we log off of here, Stevie Jobber, A through F, what grade are you giving this show? Um, a solid A. Solid A. Okay. Man, top to bottom, it was it was everything you wanted and more. Minus the Johnny Gargano return. I'd have given an A plus if Johnny Gargano came back. Yeah. But solid A. Uh, they did great. Everybody did great. The returns were great. Edge looked good. The Mysterios looked good. Bailey looked great. Dakota Kai, Yo Shirai, Yo Sky looked great. The Bloodline looked great. Even Jeff Jarrett was 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 acceptable. Uh, <laughs> you know? He he got to shake that ring rust off before uh, his last match with flair yep yep so it is it's just a great night and michael cole being freed on commentary was one of the best parts um hearing fans and hearing wrestling was great it's just i'm I'm excited man i'm excited yeah me too i I gotta give it a solid aid too they they delivered very well i have no gripes with the show they, they, they succeeded in every aspect that they set out to succeed in. Mm-hmm. Well, with that being said, guys, that is our SummerSlam episode. You guys know where to interact with us. If you guys got anything you want to say about SummerSlam, if you liked it, if you didn't like it, what you would have wanted to see, you know where to get at us, man. You can get at us on a dangerousjobberswebsite.com. You can get at us on TikTok at dangerousjobberspodcast. You can get at us on Instagram, Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Facebook, all that good stuff. Make sure you guys like this episode. And you might want to stay tuned because we have something really special coming up. We're not going to say what it is. Please stay tuned. We're not going to say what it is right now. But next week, you're not going to want to miss what we got to say. Yes, sir. But that does it for this episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you stay up. Make sure you stay blessed. And as always, stay Stay dangerous. dangerous.